Hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. of the four jobbers podcast i am of course ginger heat and i am joined by some spectacular jobbers who are going to help us break down this week's wrestling news we have some good news some somber news but let's get right into it with the body from kirk Cuddy, jordan deves all the way from edinburgh scotland what's up bud how you feeling this week well, I'm back in Edinburgh. He's I'm back, back in Edinburgh. Exactly. I'm Bischoff back. Um, yes, my time in Wales has come to an end, and I made it to Liverpool. <laughs> Stinky <laughs> English cities. They accepted your money? Uh, well, the beauty of the world now is that everything's digital, right? So you pay You've got to bring so some Scottish notes with you just to Just to piss them off. Yeah. Aye. Hmm. If it's somebody's wedding, I wasn't going to cause a scene. I, although there was one guy, right? Get this. So I rock up in my kilt looking sexy as hell because mm. that's how I do. And this guy w- walks up to me. I'm thinking, oh, another Scotsman guy in a kilt, right? And he, he walks up. I'm thinking, that's a nice kilt. That's a, that, that's a Macintosh tartan. That, that's lovely. So he's coming towards me. And I'm thinking, this is going to be a great conversation. I'm looking forward to this. And he walks up and goes... Oh, there, mate. Uh, my, my, my name's... T- and I'm like, what is this accent? This is not a Scottish accent. He starts talking to me. It's kind of half Australian, half English. I'm like, what is this weird thing? And I was like, where is it you're from? And he's like, I'm from England. And I was like... Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I said, I, said, uh, I said, what have you been a kilt for? And he was like, oh, just... You know, the, the groom's Scottish and my partner's Scottish and I live in Scotland. I was like, but are you Scottish? He's like, no. The groom's you Scottish? Beta! What do you mean? Well, yeah, he, sorry, I made that bit up. It just, yeah. There was a lot of Scottish involved. He lives in Scotland is what I meant, right? French fuck? Yeah, he is French, yeah. He's a baguette-eating frog, right? <laughs> but it's all good. Anyway, so I'm just like, what, what do you mean? Like, you're wearing a kilt, but you're not Scottish. And he's like... Well, no, but I live there. You know, I'm representing where I'm, you know, where I live. And I was is, like, is his nah. ancestry Scottish? Nah, nah. So I, said, I just had to tell this guy, you need to get out of my face because this is going to get ugly. I've got an empty <laughs> bottle of Stella in my hand and I'm about to smash it over again. Yeah, nut, right. It was a know? bottle, Bucky. Don't fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jason. Um, but yeah, what is that all about? You can't be cutting about in a kilt if you're not Scottish. I was livid. Well, how so do you feel I about and... when I wear a kilt then? You've got Scottish ancestry, so I'm okay with it. I, I've seen the lineage. Um, I've I've met some of the family. I've, That's right. You know, <laughs> I've shared I've shared a stale coffee with them. You <laughs> know, um, 
So yeah, we're, we're, we're all good there. But yeah, honestly, unbelievable. But other than that, it was a lovely week. Uh, far too drunk. Everybody got to see my bungus because they were looking at my kilt. Bungus? They got to see... Boys, I'm fucking steaming. You'd like to think that that was from a previous time, but that was also this time, you know? I was steaming. But yes, a great week. I'm back in Edinburgh. Speaking of great things, we have, of course, the Waxy, the Venomous, the son of the dentist. What is going on this week, Mr. Wax? Are you feeling butchy? I, I uh, once went by oh, another yeah. name, and I, I now go by Butch. <laughs> Sorry. I refuse Sick. to be acknowledged. I refuse to acknowledge that I ever had another name. Yes. Uh, but my week's been fine. Uh, pretty, pretty uneventful. Uh, shout out to the valet. She's dealing with the vid right now. Ooh. Wishing her a you speedy. Gave it to her, didn't you? I didn't. I'm clean. I'm a clean, <laughs> clean boy. But uh, she, uh, I think, caught it from a student of hers, uh, which is the risk, unfortunately. So just uh, she's listening, wishing her a quick recovery, and I'll see you her about next. The herpes week. or the COVID? <laughs> the covid the covid of course uh some things some things uh take longer but uh no <laughs> Ooh. doing her isolation now uh I'm, I'm dropping off little gift baskets little care packages for her every now and then little nuggets little nuggets exactly and uh so i got uh i gotta find stuff to do this week i suppose well there's uh there's wrestling on but sure. speaking of nuggets of course, we have the enigmatic, the charismatic, the bizarre, the mysterious, the wonderful, the beautiful, the haunted man himself, Jay. They hate Jason. Sometimes Dante. Back to Dante. Back to Jason. Maybe he's Butch. I don't know. What's going on? But it doesn't matter. Hey, yo. Oh. Hey, yo. Yeah, uh, it doesn't matter how I'm doing. I just want to say rest in peace to Scott Hall. Uh, let's start with that. Yes. Well, I wanted to ask about you first uh, before we got into it, but you're uh, you're the same I'm as usual. I'm not important. This is more well, yeah, important right now. All right, so let's get into it. Waxman, bring us into your favorite time of the year, of the day. Of the, <laughs> of the year? year. I look forward to this all year. No, um, I think before Jason, we... where's the drop, you son of a bitch? There's a new drop. Uh-oh. Yeah. I was going to say... Uh... Before we get into the actual news of the last week, I think it doesn't feel appropriate to lump this in with uh, with everything else because we're going to start complaining about some stuff soon, and we really shouldn't uh, skip over this and give it the respect it deserves. So uh, rest in peace to one of the all-time greats, to the bad guy. As he said so eloquently, bad times don't last, but bad guys do. Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, rest in peace. The greatest to never hold a world championship. What do we think about Very that? Very well statement? could be. Um, it's, he's I my favorite to say, never hold one. Yeah. Most people call. say greatest intercontinental champion. I would also yeah. say that back when the intercontinental title meant something, uh, he really helped yeah. make it mean something. Definitely helped, but greatest intercontinental champion. Like in what way? Greatest reign? The greatest wrestler to ever hold it? Like that's not true either. So like I don't know where um, that's coming from. Like I loved his. His reign, of course, and he had incredible matches. Shawn Michaels uh, Who, and him, Who's obviously. a better intercontinental champion? Bret Hart. I think you could be he's better, a better He's a better wrestler. Career, but, but as exactly. the intercontinental champion, he didn't do better than Maybe. Razor. I, I, I like there's, that's, yeah. what I was, that's why I was asking the question. I said, was it, are, you, are you saying best run? 
best in IC uh, title best run. with not what they did after it, Man, but best, best with it. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. If you just put best wrestler who held the IC title, it's a whole different conversation. Different. Best yeah. intercontinental yeah. champion, I, I'd say who represented the title be the best. Yeah. So let's yeah. do that. I want to hear that next week on the Four Jobbers. Tune in next week. We're gonna do our top four favorite intercontinental champions or best intercontinental champions of all time top four you can lead yours off with razor you can lead off with someone else i don't know why don't you tune in next week find out i would love to hear your guys thoughts in the meantime let us know but do you guys want to get into some razor ramon moments now or do you want to jump into that a little bit later after the news how you guys feeling Uh, i feel like we're already on the subject if you want to juice it up a little bit talk about maybe some of your favorite uh razor ramon memories or moments i would love to hear them uh yeah, I, I think we should. We should. We should dedicate some time to it. Razor. We'll go to the news after. We got it. lots of other stuff after. Uh, I think for me, I was a bit younger than kind of when Razor was really at his peak. So there's not a ton that I remember. But what I do remember him very fondly for is, along with the rest of the members of the Click, is really kind of making that first dent in the kayfabe wall. What with the curtain call, the jump to WCW, the beginning of the NWO. I mean, he, he left a lasting legacy, and a lot of that was, of course, him and others, but they don't make the NWO without Scott Hall. They don't make the click, the Outsiders, without Scott Hall. So, you know, you could say that, is that all him? No, but it doesn't happen without him. Absolutely. Definitely a big part of that is his wrestling genius, his brain, right? He has helped so many people, and he's made weird gimmicks get over and he's had such brilliant ideas that have led to insane storylines and we hear story after story after story about how many people he's helped out post his wrestling career just through Mm -hmm. giving advice and just like being able to spot something and and you know eye for talent like incredible um obviously so many matches come to mind i I was re-watching today razor versus brett of course being the mark filthy dirty mark that i am but my earliest one of my earliest wrestling memories when my dad first started watching wrestling with me was Goldust and Razor Ramon. Mm-hmm. And that's just one of those ones that sticks out in your mind. I have earlier ones and stuff, but that's just one that I can remember that feud. And I can remember Goldust going up behind him and filling him up. And as a young boy, I'd never seen anything like that before. And it changed my life forever. But uh, <laughs> it was definitely like, it was just a great moment. It was so funny. And he, he not only brought incredible talent, incredible size, an incredible look. But he also brings those little things like when there's that scene, Jason, we always laugh at. He's walking around a fountain, just talking shit, being cool. And there's this guy sitting on the edge of the fountain and he just shoves him into the fountain. He's like, hey, that guy looked like he needed a swim or something like that. <laughs> he, or he, he was, was needing a swim. A swim. He's wishing for Oh, yeah, he's wishing for a swim because it's a wishing, uh, a wishing well. fucking thing. <laughs> shoves <laughs> him into it. It was just I just die laughing because it's just some jerk sitting there. and He shoves him in the water. What are you going to do? You look up and there's that man standing in front of you. You go and you take that fucking swim and you deal with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah I, I love those vignettes too. I saw them mostly retroactively. I think most of like from like 95 to like, oh, sorry, from 90 to like 96. I think a lot of my consumption was VHS tapes. But um, uh, like that character he, he brought to life would not be easy for everyone to do. It could be mm. like, if you don't do it right, it could be too corny, not take it real, not take it realistically or be intimidated by it. Uh, very, like, he had very slow calculated promos. It could take him like a minute to say a sentence, but you still hung on every word. So, yeah. um, 
who's yeah, in the character. I would say we talk about that all the time, right? About being in the character and uh, taking it too far. You know, like he was so ridiculous as Razor Ramon, and he brought it back just a little bit, but was still in the ridiculous zone. Ah. Sorry for cutting you off. I'm just, I'm just so jazzed. Like watching him again today and, and hearing the music. Like that was a big thing. Uh, I was uh, looking at an article earlier about the Razor Ramones and Scott Halls in video games. And so for us, video games were a huge part of our wrestling fandom, right? And whether it be, I, I think he was in all of them. Like as soon as he was a, like involved in WWE, he was like in the games because he's such a good character. Like, was he in Royal Rumble even that far back, um, or did he start a little bit after that? I think that? he was in Raw. He might have been was in both. Mm-hmm. Crazy that he's just always there to do that fucking. You wanted to do his finisher. He's one of those characters. That a lot of characters you'd pick just because you want to do their finisher, and you want to do that. Like, Razor's Edge is just yeah, awesome. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm I'm maybe with uh, with Wax in in being just a couple of years younger than you freaks. Um, <laughs> I so I remember, or, or sorry, my first memory of Scott Hall Razor Ramon was actually somebody else pretending to be Razor Ramon. Oh no! <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So and and actually, I now look really? back. And I think, oh, that's hilarious. But actually, how many other wrestlers have been so important on another brand or on another show that the competition, however you want to put it, had to mimic what was being, do- you know, what was done before? It's true. It's there's not many people that have that type of effect. Do you know what I mean? That like needed the only, that. Who were the wrestlers they would they would even bother faking if they left? They're like, man, this character's so popular, we could keep it. Like modern day would be like, we all thought maybe they'll put out a f- fake Bray Wyatt. E- <laughs> but even, like, even if they're taking like, the mech, even if they're just taking the piss, they, yeah. you know, the, the types of people that get that kind of treatment are Goldberg, Undertaker. Mm. Sin Cara. Undertaker is the one that came to mind too. Scott Hall Sin Cara. Is Ramon is, is Sin, <laughs> Sin Cara. Yeah, fair. But, but that one maybe doesn't count. That's different. Jobber. But then I also then, again, being a little bit younger, one of the bigger moments that I remember is when I, you know, when I was watching it more constantly is WrestleMania X8 when NWO have come back and he's in a match against Austin. Was the match amazing? No, it was fine. It was 10, 15 minutes of getting to see Scott Hall at WrestleMania. But it's from that that I've then gone back and looked at some other stuff and seen some other work that he did. And I'm like, yeah, just so cool. Just a really cool character. I really, oh, there we go. A really slick, well thought out, well planned character gimmick whether it be as himself scott hall on uh, wcw or whether it be as razor ramon he always was just so into the character he was playing Uh, and you start again it's the same that happens anytime somebody in the wrestling family if we'll call it passes away you start to hear all these other stories of, of wrestlers who you're like, yeah, I brushed shoulders with him once and he told me, don't do it this way, do it that way. And it was the thing that changed my career. And you're like, I wish these came out sooner. I want to hear <coughs> these sooner. It's true. It takes yeah. something like this to, to actually hear and see all of this kind of stuff. But yeah, the, the impact he's had on so many lives is, is incredible. And in particular, some of the, some of the goats in Kevin Nash and, Triple H, uh, you know, all Sean Waltman, all these different guys who are part of the clique were part of that that kind of brotherhood and, and beyond. NWO as well. Like, we always yeah, bring up WWE. Incredible. I don't know if it's... I didn't watch a ton of WCW at the time because I was a straight-up WWF mark. But we have to, you know, 
remember that moment when they uh, Waxman you, we talked about it before when they hug in the ring what's that moment called again it's the um the curtain, curtain call, call or what, what the curtain call and they broke kayfabe and Jay you're a staunch believer in kayfabe how did that moment make you feel at the time or have you only seen it <laughs> retrospectively at the time I didn't know about it um I only saw it retrospectively and uh I mean it was bound to happen anyways kayfabe going away once yeah. uh contracts changed and all and and uh wrestlers got more freedom which is good um but like also it was just some jerk that filmed it on his camcorder it's not like it was on tv you know so no. screw that guy it's his <laughs> fault that's <laughs> his fault um obviously we'd be remiss if we didn't mention his ladder match with Shawn michaels for the intercontinental title the first ladder match many people think of ladder matches they think of the hardy boys e and c the dudleys for good reason but it was Razor and Sean who did the first one and really set that bar. The beauty of that is you put that match on now, you put that match on in any pay-per-view, forget a WrestleMania, just any pay-per-view, that match fits in. Go back and watch it and, and watch how the it kind of works, how it's you know thought out, how it's planned, the way that the moves, the pace of it, it fits perfectly. It was so ahead of its time, that particular match, because of the two of them, Part of that was was Scott Hall. It's it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, There's two ladder matches. Yes. Uh, I I'd be remiss True. if we didn't mention the second one, which a lot of people argue is a better wrestling match. Uh, I don't personally think that because the first one was so iconic, and and as when you watch it when you're young, it blew my fucking mind. Like it was nuts. I couldn't believe this was yeah. a match, like a ladder, and he jumps off the ladder and lands on him, and he, I was like, Razor Ramon's dead, <laughs> <laughs> and it made you like Shawn Michaels, which obviously you know in and of itself is you know a herculean task to make me like this scumbag no just kidding he was likable at the time but fantastic job both matches i recommend them both yes. uh wrestlemania 10 and it was SummerSlam 1995 and it was awesome to see him uh you know so much had been said about the issues he encountered later in life it was great to see that he kind of was able to clean that up come back have a success story and so people remember him as the legend that he was instead of you know whatever hauntedness uh plagued him even just that's that's part of it right like today looking at uh, old matches and people that he put over some of the matches were after his uh, main career and you could just see him still wrestling in the state he was in when he was coming to these events Uh, unfortunately a lot of people have that lasting memory of him of him coming to those live shows in like a high school gym nobody and just him bringing his broke ass carcass down to the ring but yeah no thank goodness he he, you know he really he changed his life he turned it around and impacted so 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 many lives yet again in an incredibly positive uh way and a lot of it again you know he wasn't the way that he was just for fun he had a lot of demons you know he had a lot of trauma that uh in in a time when things like that weren't openly talked about and deal with it with uh with drugs absolutely uh, i mean um a moment that should be all yours favorites that you might not know he is the catalyst for goldberg's first loss with the cattle prod oh my hmm. god stuck him with true. him and it was not the way we wanted it. it to end though <laughs> well it had to end that's one of the most infamous moments for being bad but it's not necessarily his idea that I was bad it was that. the the execution was also quite uh, rough, but, you know. Yes. 
All right. Does Incredible. anybody have anything else they want to share? Well, I think obviously um, we might continue this theme of dipping back into a little bit of chat about yes. Scott Hall, Razor Ramon as we go on. But I will say that at the end of the podcast, the last five minutes or so, we do have some trivia as ever to bring <laughs> to you. And both questions this week are Razor Ramon. Uh, oh, we're getting a little bit of that. They are from the book. I haven't made them up. They are from the book. Um, and you'll uh, we'll, we'll go into that a little bit later on. But yeah, rest in peace, man. Beautiful, beautiful legend. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I don't think there's a, a, a clean way to segue, but I believe that will bring us into the news. So uh, this is the news. This is the news. <laughs> this we is the news. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's Butch. Good. That's good. Butch is here. Here's <laughs> yeah, the news uh, with Butch. But we'll go in a bit of chronological order here, guys, if, if I will. So we'll start with actually something that happened right as we went, or basically right after we went off the air last week. For those who don't know, uh, though our episodes usually come out on Thursdays, we record them on Tuesdays, thus giving us a little bit of time to edit, clean them up, do a little bit of promotion. And trust me, there's a lot of editing. Yeah, we're, you know, <laughs> imagine how bad we sound right now and three times worse. <laughs> yeah. We are jobbers in every sense of the word. But we do have, oh, yes. surprisingly, a new NXT champion. And much like the women's champion, it is someone who came down from the main roster. I don't know how I feel about that, but I guess it tells you something about the state of NXT 2.0. And I love this guy. I, I'm a fan of this person. I'm a mark for Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode, actually, on that note. I love the Dirty Dogs, but Dolph is indeed the NXT champion going into WrestleMania, a.k.a. Stand and Deliver weekend. Did any of you watch this match? And even if you didn't, how do you feel mm. about someone like Dolph coming back down and winning the main title on a developmental, supposedly developmental brand? I think the NXT 2.0, because I'm not going to say NXT, it's NXT mm. 2.0, yeah. is, is, is developmental. They have stripped it of everything that made it equal to Raw and SmackDown to push the fact that this is new talent, this is developmental. If you start bringing down your main talent, you're telling me that they are not good enough to be on the main show. And maybe I'm wrong, but that's what it seems like to me. It was starting to happen before they changed away from being the black and gold brand or whatever. You had a little bit with Finn coming back and, and all of that. But when you start bringing down guys that and, and women as well that, are just not getting TV time to a show that you've you've told me is developmental by bringing in this young crop of talent. It just shows me that you either don't have anything for them just now on the main roster, or they're not good enough in their character, and that does irk I, me slightly. I got a different different take. Um, Braun Breaker, he came out of nowhere. Like, how long has he been on the brand? So far, it's about September. Six months. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So he's been hot shotted clearly because <coughs> they see the star capability, star talent in him. That's why they gave him the strap right away. That's why they took it away right away, like they should, unlike with Karrion Cross, where they buried him with the title. <clears throat> At least they took it away and they're sending him back up. They bring down Dolph Ziggler to build the next star. They can chase and beat Dolph Ziggler, who can work with a broomstick. So that's that's what I think they're doing. And you kind of get some shine on Dolph Ziggler. Deserves I was watching him the other day and I'm like, this guy's been around a long time. He's incredible. You can rely on him always. And he doesn't have the greatest career retro like in people's minds. Like, oh yeah, where do you rank him? Probably pretty low. But like talent wise, he's one of the best. I think he's yeah, a great he's, he's talent. But great wrestler. Just, but his yeah, character but he, work has never been good. I just ever. Uh, Dolph Ziggler is a great character. It had its moments, but it's never been like I don't think it was ever his for, fault. For so long. Like he was it's never it's never been that exciting. It's always been like mid to me as a character. But from from a selling perspective, he's one of the best ever. Do I have a problem with him going down and winning the NXT title? No, I don't care. I think that's fine. I think uh, a part of it is he's never had that title before, and he's had I think every other title in WWE, right? It so they're be. like, well. Yeah. Let's let's complete the, the the loop here, and you get to work with some young guys because you're not doing anything else. Still getting paid, still working with young guys. He's still on it. He has no other storyline on the main card. I mean, it's like uh, Mandy, for example. She's elevated the NXT women's division for the first time in a long time, right? But it was, do you do you think that good Dolph can do that? Little star power to it. Hmm? Do you think Dolph can do that? No, uh, I, I, I don't. Yeah. I, just, I, just don't ha- I just don't really care, I think, is the really? other thing. Like, good for him. He's going down. He's going to be involved in this. Does it matter? Is it going to make you watch NXT 2.0? No. Is it going to cause you to not watch it? No, you just weren't going to watch it I anyway. Think, I'm I interested to like, see who they put against him. I will watch the match, I the mean, championship match, I, who, I, I which I wouldn't imagine, before. I can't imagine him being put against anybody besides Braun and, and Champa. It again. seems like it's going to be Braun and Champa. Yeah, exactly. Which, so it's the same thing. I mean, I think the fact that uh, we are, you know, most of us are best complacent with the exception of Jason. I, I think that's just not a good sign. And, and for me, it does go against what NXT is really meant to be. And I understand it from, you know, Dolph is a great character. I do think he's very good on the mic. I do think he's interesting to watch. He's a great worker, good seller, uh, good wrestler. But, you know... If you want to use him that badly, the tag team division in WWE is is not exactly at its strongest point. So I and there's two tag team titles, are there not, or is there one now? I can't even I can't even remember how many tag teams. Supposed to be two. There's there are two brands with two so, tag team so titles. So you're really saying that there's no room for not only Dolph Ziggler, but again, Bobby Roode, who is a great wrestler in his own right, was a world champion in TNA. I'd rather the Dirty Dogs than the Viking Raiders. Yes, me too. Nothing against there the Viking Raiders, but that's just how that's just it is. Nothing what it is. against the Viking Raiders, but they just don't have anything except for they they do this, you know? Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> they raid and they lose. They raid, they raid and, and they, they lose. lose. They didn't even get to compete <laughs> at uh, Crown Jewel. They got yeah. beaten up. So you're telling me that there's they had no choice but to send Dolph Ziggler down to NXT and have a mess around there for a little bit? I feel like there's infinitely better things. They want Braun to have some adversity on NXT. I feel like there's many better ways that they could have done that. Uh, that's my yeah, issue. I at agree. Least. I agree. I thought he's already on the main roster. Kind of. I think he's not going to be long for NXT and maybe Ciampa as well. Maybe this is kind of all of their. But they collective. keep doing this. They're doing the bounce back thing right now. But I don't like that. I, I maybe I'm in the no. minority. I want NXT to like be either. NXT. 
I want the main roster to be the main roster. I really want it to feel like a graduation. And you get you you get called yeah, up. Yes, exactly. absolutely, absolutely. I I hate this whole. Oh yeah, you can. Oh, you're on Raw this week. Yeah. Oh, oh no, you're on NXT. Huh. But it, it it's crap. I hate it. Stop Agreed. doing it. Agreed. Stop doing I, it. I and I do agree that Mandy's done some nice things with Toxic Attraction, but I don't think the women's division on NXT was that in need of help. I thought they were doing but, fine. But she's also not been back either. And that's that's worked that's for her. That's true. She she has not come back up to Raw. She she went down there, won the title, and that's been her. She's she's an NXT. So at least they're treating it again like two separate entities. She was almost I don't want to say relegated, but she was sent down for conditioning maybe, and she's doing it. But I don't I yeah maybe then the issue is more with the flip flop, the back and forth. Even Cross when he was yeah. first called up, uh, was still supposed to be this unbeatable monster on NXT, and he was losing every week on Raw. <laughs> so. Uh, like just keep it Ziggler doesn't need this but from like a Mandy perspective you go to NXT not only are you immediately put into the top but now you get to work with the NXT trainers there's some pretty <laughs> damn good ones down there you don't want to work with Shawn oh, Michaels yeah. come on now. <laughs> great well, chance she, and, and she, I think that's what she, she said it's a chance it. to revamp yeah I yeah, think she, she needed, needed it. it and that's fine didn't they, uh, didn't they send Finn Balor down there not that long ago yeah, they did, and did Finn he stayed the, did down he win there the championship? yeah and he and Finn, Finn stayed down there he won the title and then eventually but he started out. down there. Then he went to the main roster, and then eventually he went back, right? Yeah. And then yeah. John Cena signed his name over his and <laughs> relegated him into obscurity. Until now, he's a champion again. But you know. oh yeah, and then he came back to life, and the yes. music started beating, and the rope broke for whatever oh, reason. Yeah. Remember that? Oh yeah. What so um, from Tuesday events to Wednesday events, AEW. Someone new is all elite. This is what he did before going to rescue his brother. I yep. think that's the big joke. Dude, but I'll let, I'll let Jordan, uh, the AEW mark, speak about this. But yes, the Hardy Boys are now once again reunited. Brother Nero is all elite. I mean, this was never in doubt, really, was no. it? Like we, kept, we knew it was going to happen. The minute he was released from WWE... He was begging for it. Yeah, it was, it was going to happen. I'm, Look what they did to him. Look how they treated him before he left. Yeah, exactly. It was definitely going to happen. It's exciting that he's, he's, you know, teaming with Matt again. Using that theme, interesting. I, oh, that was I, amazing. I so I, I saw it on TikTok, actually, that according mm. to Matt, you like something about that particular song, it, it's okay. Like, they, it's not, they're not going to get pursued WWE doesn't it. own it. No. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. The minute I heard it, I was like, no way something's gonna happen here they're gonna get sued um but yeah like the the best bit about it is obviously him running down the ring and think yeah i bet i bet you know the, the wee dad says he's going down so I'll, I'll save my brother in a minute he can hold his own for a few more yes. seconds i love it am i excited to see uh, I, I like a long run of the hardy boys again not really i honestly think the best comeback for them ever and for, you know w will always be wrestlemania because yes. it was so secret and it was kept pretty quiet and then when they when they came back and that music hit and the pop ah it was just insane but th this is still cool because we're going to get to see some matches that we probably wouldn't have been able to see otherwise now yes in some of the indies we've seen um the hardys versus the young bucks but we're going to get to see this on a slightly bigger scale now, which I think is very exciting. <coughs> Unfortunately, we're going to have to 
put up with them and Andrade and his buffalo freaks or whatever they're called. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. That's like an ease into the... It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. We'll, we'll get into it. And then after that, there are some tag teams. I would Hardy Boys versus FTR. Oh. oh. Tasty. Let's go. Hardy Boys versus Moxley and Brian. Oh. Oh. I mean, we've probably seen that in WWE, but still, let's see it but- again. Uh, in a in an in an environment where they are different characters, it's I a different see uh, the Hardy Boys versus uh, Ray Phoenix and uh, mm. uh, what's wow, uh, Penta Zero. Yeah, Penta. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, can't wait to see Ray Phoenix and what's his name. Yeah, sorry, I couldn't. I kept <laughs> saying, I kept thinking Excalibur name, in my head, but I know no, that's I didn't the say I Can't wait to see yeah. them either, though. Similar masks. Yeah, so similar masks. But yes, Jeff Hardy back. I mean, what are we going to see from this? Is it going to be the Hardy Boys? Is it going to be Don't brother brother Nero? Friday and, night they were doing and he was Delete or like they, what they are we were doing it. Yeah. it. It could be anything. I'm so excited, but I just hope that they do it quickly. Delicious. And I hope they do it well. Jason's so. yawning. He's bored of the Hardys. Well, then we can move on. It's and we'll stay in AEW. Actually, no. I want to, oh, I want to hear really hear quick. Jason's? Jason watched it live. What did you think? Because you kind of saw it coming, were you still uh, interested? I uh, I was definitely intrigued. I'm happy to see Jeff. Jeff's fantastic. Uh, it's Did cool you to pop? See. mildly? Because it was very it was a very obvious setup. Mildly. But, but they, then when they I popped, you, I popped right? when like, he dan- I popped when he danced. I'm like, what's he doing? His brothers. <laughs> and the music. So good. The music, which which is kind of stupid, but it, it not like. Pretty much nothing mattered. Uh, the stupid half-ass thumbs down that they're copying Batista, all the all the crap they threw together for him to debut doesn't matter. I'm just happy to see him. It could have been done better. I don't care. He's there. Let's see what they do with exactly. him. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great. I agree. Uh, excited to see what the Hardy Boys get up to in AEW. Maybe they stay on as trainers when they finally decide their bodies have taken enough. Uh, have taken enough punishment. When in the next couple of who weeks. knows when they're fifty, when they're <laughs> yeah. sixty. Sting is still jumping yeah, off uh, of balconies at sixty, right? So uh, the Hardys can can probably do True. it too. Um, so we'll stay in AEW because we also, I believe, have a new TNT TNT champion. Yep. Yep. Tits and teeth. Scorpio Sky. Scorpio Sky yeah. defeats Sammy Guevara, and thus it is Scorpio Sky against Wardlow. If I am not mistaken, I'm yeah. Correct. I kinda, I'm upset. I'm a Sammy guy, but uh, I like Scorpio Sky also. So it's cool to see him get an opportunity. I didn't want to see Sammy get destroyed by Wardlow, which probably would have happened. So I'm glad that he he kind of took himself out of this match. He's kind of protected. He did his crazy move through a table, destroyed himself. So you're like, oh well, if he didn't make that mistake, he would have. You know, it kind of protects both. So I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah, I think I the announcers even. You know, he's young. He's young, and he, he does these crazy things without thinking about the end of the match and i think they, they called that out well so yeah, and sky yeah, th- deserves it so yeah i mean scorpio sky was the uh the last winner before wardlow of the face of the revolution sonic gold ring hmm. uh about did a year ago that? did he win the title or he lost it so he he won the face of the revelation re- revolution <laughs> gold ring thing and then he had a match against cody and lost mm. and then that was it we saw nothing from him. So it's taken a year for him to get to this point now where he's now TNT champion. Now he can have it taken away right away. Well, I, I mean, my my thought was that it was going to be Sammy versus Wardlow and Wardlow won to then have a feud with MJF. But I now think 
I'm still going to get that feud with MJF, but it's going to be MJF um, ruining the chance for Wardlow. Uh, you said so that, he said he's moved on from MJF. Yes, he might have, but the point I'm making is MJF has not moved on from him. MJF's not so going to let him. MJF lost no. the dog collar match because of Wardlow. Yeah, but yeah. he's he not going to let that go. He doesn't want to fight Wardlow. Wardlow even said, "I'll I won't beat you up as long as you just leave me." Let he me did. Business. He didn't want. He didn't want to fight CM Punk. I mean, yeah. It's how is he going to rat his way out of Wardlow? Is the interesting? Uh, you can't you can't yeah. take MJF at his word. He'll, he'll, he'll come in there. He'll do his thing. I think there will be that match um, between people Scorpio are going to be so Sky, Wardlow mad. and MJF is going to be Wardlow so over. champion. Oh yeah, I, I like the yeah, slow burn with MJF. I think he's doing great character work. He's in some great blood feuds. I I. I don't, I don't want to think see him he, champion yet. Like he, he'll be champion. He'll be champion several times. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. uh, He's got plenty of time. Yeah. If they can re-sign him. Ooh. Yeah, he well, he'll still be champion somewhere. Necessarily. <laughs> well, does he care if he gets thrown in the bag and goes to WWE and they promise him a championship? Maybe he won't. Maybe he'll be like, ah. Maybe. I do appreciate. He I forgot to wants. mention this at uh, AEW's Revolution, our review last week, but what, that was my favorite part of the dog collar match was MGF channeling his inner Scott Steiner. Uh, Give me a fucking mic. <laughs> mm. I yeah, think he yeah, knew what he was, was doing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, let's move away from AEW uh, goodness and let's go into some WWE pish. Uh, you know what? Let's start with the reason I named myself Butch uh, because this <laughs> personally offended me. <laughs> because it took something it was a monkey's paw moment for me because of course every week i wish to see pete dunn on the main roster and then Vince man said oh you want that eh well you're gonna get him you piece of shit uh so the worst part about this is that pete dunn being paired the, there we go <laughs> pete dunn being paired with seamus and with ridge holland to form the bloke squad awesome. is a great Move. Is that their actual name? No. <laughs> I'm making it that up. It should be. Fight goodness. <laughs> no, it needs to be the bloke squad. You might know him by a different name, but we know him as Butch. Butch. <laughs> what do you mean, we know him as Butch? No one knows I... him as Butch. No. <laughs> so, yes, Pete Dunn debuted as Butch. Some people, some WWE marks and freaks on Twitter are trying to say, it's just his nickname. He's still Pete Dunn. I'm like, well, we'll see, because it wouldn't put it pa- I wouldn't put it past WWE to call him Butch. And just his butch. How quickly did they try to rename Keith Lee into Bearcat? And they're like, right no, no, no. We're, he's Keith Lee. He's, he's Keith, Keith Bearcat Lee. Lee. And slowly, all of a sudden, he's Keith Bearcat. And all of a sudden, he's just Bearcat. Like, yeah. you know. It happens faster than Veer. Well, oh. Veer. <laughs> a lot of things happen faster than Veer. Um, but, yeah, this is just – it's silly. And, again, I, I, every time you go on Twitter, people are like, oh, no one's going to care about his name and – in a few weeks, like people got used to Dewdrop. I'm like, yeah, we got used to it. Doesn't mean it's a good name. It's still a bad name. Butch will be a bad. Dewdrop, name. I think, is better than Butch. Believe it or not. Well, because Butch, you can't trademark Butch. Butch is <laughs> Butch is nothing. It's generic. It, there's 20 million dogs named Butch in the world. And <laughs> due to due to society True. and and social media, you think of Butch. You think of you do. other things. You do. Absolutely. Right? First thing that comes to mind is usually not Pete Dunne. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> now it will be. But, uh, yeah, it also reminded me in, in that match, uh, get well soon to Big E. Yes. He broke his neck in that match as Absolutely. Well. That's where I was going to go next. I wanted to kind of separate oh. the two. No, no, it's okay. We can move to it now, Jason. Oh. I did. I mean, what oh. culture's throwing out some news stories saying oh. his career might be done. It is a pretty serious what? injury. 
But I mean, I think it's Oof. too early to say that for sure. I heard him say the opposite. I think he's going to say yes. he's going to come back, but obviously, you know, mm, and, and you know, we, it's not the first time a wrestler's had a broken freaking neck, right? So <laughs> Daniel Bryan, a great example of someone who's Edge. told you will never wrestle again. Edge, you will never wrestle again. Kurt Angle. Back. Yeah, Lita. Kurt Angle wrestled through it like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, exactly. But, you know, a broken neck is a serious injury. He'll be gone for quite a while unfortunately but uh it is something he can come back from i'm sure it's the nature of the neck injury you know we still also remember for every you know for every uh kurt angle there's a tyson kid there's a draws yeah that's true you know good point and i I hope that you know if he can come back please let him come back give it a long time take your time recover Mm. and if w you're if you're going to go to wwe i want them to bring him back like like triple h Imagine, oh, yeah. imagine the pop, the pop for Biggie's music hitting in however long, three let's years. Say, yeah, I don't let's know. Say Does it at matter? least twenty twenty three? at least a year. Oh, oh. <laughs> it would Montreal. be insane. He's gonna come back in Montreal. M. Tellus, IWS yeah. <laughs> versus Andrew Stott. Whoa, and your side. Oh, name drop, name drop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. It is. One more thing I did want to bring up just because it's so ridiculous. And Brad, you kind of touched on it very quickly. Uh, uh, Veer, yeah, there you go. A little boop. Veer Mahan is still coming to Raw. It's been, I think, about five months. I don't know how slow this man walks or drives. <laughs> Uh, but <laughs> he's walking from India, my God. Yeah, he's coming, but he's <laughs> to be, walking. To be fair, I have I've, I've been to India. I spent a summer there, um, and I can confirm that the transport system isn't great. So perhaps he's just gotten stuck somewhere in a tuk tuk. <laughs> Why did he um, go back? He was already yeah. there. It was. It was. Was he not in Raw Underground at one he point? Was, yeah. well, he was Maybe in, he's still locked downstairs. He was with Jinder, so, uh, so I don't know where he went. It's like I gotta go uh, and then come back. They must be doing this on purpose by now. Like, they, they're trolling us. Like, they, they yeah, found they, out that everyone made a joke yeah. of it, so they're going to keep putting it. But they've done this literally the same thing before. And Not to this level. And people troll about it. Lana took months. Emelina. I don't... Emelina. Emelina yeah. wasn't this long, was it? Every week? It was a while, though. Every yeah. week. We were waiting for the bubbles. I mean, there's still, there is still another person who is missing... Right. If you remember last August or something like that, we were told you're never going to see Elias again. Yeah, he died. That's it. Elias is gone. <laughs> he died. But then there were some vignettes where it was like Elias talking about coming back, and it was like, oh my mm. goodness, Elias is coming back. It's true. And nothing happened. Yeah. You also. I thought he was going to come back at the Rumble. You gotta love. He's the, not even uh, been released. Where you is gotta he? love the Alistair Black promos where he does come back only to, to be released the next day. Like the Literally next day. Kick, kicks a guy in the head and then that's some good. Yeah, that right. was all I wanted to do. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. I do like his uh, stable on AEW though. I think uh, Malachi uh, Black, that Black. Buddy. big son of a bitch and Buddy. I think they're pretty cool together. Here's my friend Buddy. Uh, I guess I'll mention this here too Uh, another person they're wondering when is this guy (laughs) going to show up on Raw and there was obviously a big big hot rumor dirt sheet Meltzer's Sean Ross Saps Cody Rhodes will he show Mm. up before Wrestlemania Will he show up at all? Will he show up at it all? Doesn't seem like it. The rumor all is, the rumors are saying that it did not work out. That's what I heard. And those who are saying if it does work, 
if it does come through at the last minute, it's Seth who is going to be his opponent at WrestleMania. But I think at this point, it's too short notice. Seth just won a match to go to Mania against KO. Is that what just happened? Nope, he lost. So he does not. They made a big thing about him not having a spot at WrestleMania. So I thought yeah. mm. that he'd be in the ring, like upset, and then boom, out comes Cody. But no, that, they just that was the, the big chat. Yeah. yeah. So so weird how they do it. So like, Kevin, oh, I need a way to WrestleMania. Yeah, which means that the main event yeah. was pointless. Like, oh, I'm going to challenge you for your spot. Oh, I lost. That's what I'm saying. All of this, like, isn't like there everything that, that led to matches. Where where are those people? Adam Pierce, yeah. I think he's with Veer uh, in the car. Yeah. I think he's coming to there Raw. We go. I like in the UFC when two guys just start fighting each other randomly and then go, "Hey Dana, give us give us a match at the next pay per view." Is is that yes. how it works now? You just or you just show up, walk out, fight each other, and you have a match now. Like uh, you don't need to know in advance. You don't need any build. Biggest show like, of the year. Biggest show. Nah. The, I want build. We need story going into WrestleMania. That's the whole fucking point. Also, is and WrestleMania gonna be two nights forever. Uh, yeah, it might be. It seems uh, like sure. It. Yeah, and of course there is someone who brought up a very salient point on Twitter who said, "I understand the storyline, but it is kind of weird that Seth freaking Rollins doesn't have a match at WrestleMania while we do have Johnny Knoxville, Pat McAfee, and uh, they found their way. Logan Paul in matches at WrestleMania. Who do you want to see against Seth? I mean, Bad Bunny." I w- again, bad, if, bad, if bad. Cody is not on the table anymore, if Cody is not going to be that guy, I, I guess that's a good question. Who is left? It's so bullshit because Veer. there should be Veer. build. We need, yeah, like throw him in against Veer. Who cares? You're talking about one of the best wrestlers in the world, one of you the are. best characters yeah. on the show, even though his character right now, I don't know what he's doing. You just had him tag team with Kevin Owens for a bunch of weeks for no reason. Now they broke up. Da, da, da. Like, there's not enough time now to build a good story. Can you really build a, a great feud in a month? It's Less not a than month. a month, like three weeks. Less than it's a month. Th- now, what are we talking about? A couple weeks? Like you've got two raws, I think. Oh, Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I, I, I'm actually nervously <laughs> laughing there. I really yeah, it's like uh, So I guess uh, that's <laughs> going to be in the Andre the Giant battle royal. I guess that's going to be the move for him this year. Well, whoever wins that is out of the company, so I hope it's not. (laughs) (laughs) It's the curse. We don't have anybody against um, Ricochet for the IC title yet, do we? And we don't have anybody against whoever the US champion is. But they have a whole bunch of stuff swirling, don't they, for the US title? uh, It's Finn Balor, Damian Priest. Yeah, Damian Priest and uh, some other guy. Or maybe just them too. Yeah, they they have a thing going. I don't know. It shows how much I'm I don't know. Like, I don't know. Uh, anyway. It's, it's really brutal, though. You're yeah. right. Let's let's think about that throughout the rest of the pod. If you can, all of a sudden, something pops into your mind. Or, hey, listeners, I'd love to hear, who do you wish Seth Rollins was fighting at WrestleMania? And who do you think he's going to end up fighting? Let us know. No one. I'd love to hear from you. We'll uh, respond. Yeah. No one else talks to us. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hello. Is anybody out True. there? Um all right, that was the news. That was the news. That was actually a pretty quiet news week, honestly. Yeah, you know, that's what we want. We want quiet leading up to WrestleMania. It's true. This is exactly what we want. We don't want to talk about any good storylines, gripping things. There's just... They announce all the matches months in advance that that we care about, and the rest of them... I don't know! Yep. (laughs) 
Exactly. <laughs> Utter All right. Pesh. What the fuck is up next? We went through the news. We talked about Razor Ramon, Scott Hall, and we continue into the next thing. Do we have any homework this week, or are we jumping uh, into Do we have the one trivia? good one pish? One yeah, good one pish. One good one pish. Jordan, it says on the note. Awesome. Well, one good one pish. I still need to come up with a theme for one good one pitch. I'll, I'll write one. That'll be my homework for. Some I thought Jason was going to give us life. a rap at some point, but uh, his rap days are over. I guess he didn't have the oh, skill. Yeah. One good one pitch. McDonald's fillet oh, of fish. Shadows to pay the bills. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, okay, one good one pitch. Uh, a good <laughs> of the week and a pitch of the week. I, I won't lie; it's been very difficult this week because pretty much everything that we've spoken about on the pod has so far has dominated the, the world of of, uh, of wrestling. Um, there have been a couple of other moments that have stood out from the week, and I'm, I'm, I'm just going to try and grab a, couple, a good and a pish out of that. Um, here's one for you that is my good and my pish, and a little bit of all right at the same time. Okay? But it's mostly a kind of good. Sort of, but it is a bit pish. I'll just tell you what it is. <laughs> what? I know, right? <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't know what it is yet. <laughs> so, stalling. Along, along with an interesting promo, interesting promo from Kevin Owens this week, okay, uh, where he is basically just announcing that he's going to kick Stone Cold's ass and he's using his... Uh, his turns of phrase against them. We also get a little uh, bit of audience participation where they film KO uh, from the side of the, the, the arena um, talking to the ref while they're playing mm. um, a kind of playback of what has just happened, right? And it shows KO basically going, why are they showing this? this it just happened right now. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it, right? Yeah, I saw but it. it's it's very funny. <laughs> what I want to know now, Jason, if you've seen this, you can maybe comment on it. Is this is is this shoot? What 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 do you think this is meant to be caught, or do you think this is not? Uh, I only I saw it on a clip on Twitter. It was, it was they actually showed it on Raw. <clears throat> No, it, no, it was it was not shown on Raw. Okay. It was it was filmed by a fan. Okay, so and was I think he's now making the. I runs. think he took liberty and decided to say that and thought it would be funny or good. Yeah, I find it interesting. The only reason I bring it up is like we've spoken about before the 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 lines of kayfabe are so blurred at the minute, particularly with characters like Kevin Owens who. In the past, we've not known, is, is he happy? Is he not? Is he staying? Is he leaving? Is he, you know, all of these different things. Mm -hmm. That this video appears in what can only be described as the perfect camera angle with a microphone powerful enough from the side of the, the you know, the, the stand to actually pick up his vocal. Oh, you're saying it was fake film. Like, it wasn't actually fan. I just think it's interesting that that, that video has come out. It does. It just ties in quite well with that particular character. That's all. If you've not seen this video, please go and watch it. But uh, it is, it's it's only like ten seconds long. It's not very long at all. But basically, 
there's a, an event that happens on Raw, and then while they're showing the um, the playback of that, there's obviously a fan has just fan has filmed Kevin Owens in the ring, and he says, uh, uh, as I said before, he just says, um, "Why are they, why are they showing this? This has literally just happened." I I like I say, I just found it interesting. Is it a good? Is it a pish? I don't know. But it was a moment from this week's wrestling that made he, it into uh, He started his promo with... Hey, yo! He did. He definitely did. That was cool. I don't know that if anyone got it at the time. Not everyone knows that... I think that was more WCW where he went, Hey, yo! And he did the, the survey and one more for the good guys, mm. all that. So, but whatever. Hey, it, yo. Was a, it was a nice Chico. little nice little thing that he threw in there. Yes. Hey, yo. Yeah, absolutely. Now couple other moments that are popping into my head my pish for sure has got to be the feud between charlotte and ronda rousey hmm. yeah ronda's dropping a ball hmm. now i if you look back what was it how's it her fault her promos well, are horrible i i'm, I'm kind scripted. of scripted yeah but her delivery it's like Charlie, I'm gonna be trash yeah. scripts. Yeah, what, you can what work made... with a trash script. Not many in WWE can, to be honest. If you give me a trash script and I'm just like Charlie, I'm gonna beat you up. That's partially my fault. Definitely. I was just curious what what about it, but yeah, for sure, her delivery has been not great because it's not a hot feud. Because it's not a hot feud. No, it hasn't been written like, like a hot we're, feud. We're just both really well, good, so let's fight. Yeah, it shouldn't be. It should be. So she should be able to talk shit, because Charlotte can talk shit just as well, if not better. That's what I want to hear. It's almost like the WWE want this feud to be Brock versus Roman, but for the women's division, right? Yeah. But you you don't have the history. No. Which is exactly what Roman and Brock have. But I also don't have the hype anymore. When Ronda came into the company, what was it two years ago now? The world popped. I'm, I'm not not the wrestling world. The world popped yeah, because she, she was she was massive at the time. But her promos she, weren't great back did, then either. No, they weren't. There but it but didn't she was matter. just come out fighting people. She's kicking ass. There was yeah. a good story because there was a lot of women that could have been champion at the time. There was so much going on. You had all of these stars there, and then you injected her into it, and it exploded. And she was able to like she ran her mouth. But she shit. but she fought her way through everything. Yeah, Everybody this that is came like, up against this is going her, very she, fast now. Like she fought and beat them, beat them, beat them, beat them, and then eventually got her mania moment. Right? She didn't win, but she got her mania moment. But then she's now come back straight to the top. Fine, I, I can kind of understand why. But it's been a year and a half or whatever since she left, so I don't really care anymore. Like. She doesn't have, she doesn't have the body work, the body of work, in the past that I can look back on and go, oh my goodness, I'm so excited to see her come back, and that's why, it, this isn't hot in my in my opinion. It's, it's not. Compare hot this to the of build that. of Roman and Brock, though. So different. Brock winning uh, the title, even, even um, though it was kind of coming. Then they keep getting together and having these crazy moments, and they get time to speak. And Brock obviously has the leeway to say what he wants because he speaks his own way and he speaks however the fuck he wants. Voice cracks, still amazing. Roman takes the mic 
You telling me that promo was entirely scripted that he dropped? No, it was not. I'm sure he was given things to say, but mm-hmm. he fucking went off. You know, like yeah. barking, but it, exactly. I think owning part, the ring. They don't get that's that. That's part of it as well. Like she, she, I don't. Be, I could be wrong. I don't think she's the same person that came into WWE two years ago or no. however long ago it was. So let her be herself. Why doesn't she have because, a Paul Heyman? Yeah, I mean that's she. She could handle her. I don't even think she she's needs a to. Face. I'm not saying she needs it necessarily. Even if you're a face, like. Wouldn't someone on the mic be perfect for her to like hype her up to give her that extra to you know also just be around? Like you have Paul Heyman and the Usos involved in Brock Lesnar's feud, and that even adds so much more too with the Brock and the Paul Heyman aspect. Like there's so much going on in that storyline. Roman's been everything revolving for over a year. Like you just like right. Charlotte has been built for a long time too, but hasn't. Like, there's not it's, enough going on there. She hasn't had enough great challengers because either, but I don't know. Charlotte has, hasn't had a, a metamorphosis of character to, to her ultimate yeah. evolution. Th- this should be a hotter feud yeah. considering no the people who are involved. Like, I'd even argue that the other women's feud, Becky and Bianca, yeah, is getting more heat to it. Sure. About the hair With and the everything. Hair and, like, trying and, to yeah, it's her getting, hair real, and it's getting real good. Yeah. yeah, that's actually getting really interesting. I'm excited to see that match. Yeah, sure. I don't, I, it's kind of obvious. I think what's happen, win, but, but yeah, <laughs> but they're but they're they're utilizing social media as well, which is what you have to do in this day and age. And merch, you get you get absolutely you're getting yeah, brilliant. Becky and Bianca are both posting stuff about each. You know, Becky's showing off the the scars and marks and stuff on her on her belly and all that, and mm. it, it plays into it because everybody. Every, <laughs> so I don't know what you call it, your stomach or whatever. Scars on um, the belly, but like. <laughs> They're, they're using that, right? But when you when you look at Charlotte, you, she's never really had a massive, like, social media. I mean, she she has a lot of followers. I'm not doubting that, but her character isn't tied into social media. Ronda's character now is right. So for me, I'm like, oh, I can't believe she just took out Sonya Deville and broke her arm off and beat her to death with it. And then I go to social media to see what she's up to. She's Lovely day. She's sitting with her kid having a cup of tea and it, right, I'm going on a Twitch stream later and here's my mic. Remember last time she used social media and she's like, uh, you're fake fighting. I used to fight for real. She like buried yeah. the rest of it. Yeah, but it's... <laughs> oh, that's a little just, too, too far, too far. I don't believe the character now though. I don't believe it. And if they had if they'd allowed her to be the character she, she is She doesn't give now, a damn about her reputation, okay? It's a bad reputation. I don't give a damn about my reputation. Shitty ass build, but it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Jordan, if you were about to start a brand, since AEW just had a major female MMA sign, would you rather start off your women's division with Ronda Rousey or Paige Van Zandt? Paige. Who's, who's, who's got a bigger hype just now? Paige. Probably Paige. Well, I mean, Ronda. I would say Ronda's a bigger I mean, star. Ronda's a, a bigger She's star, definitely a more, more household, household name, name, I would say. But I'm just saying, if you just with your who? personal preference, with what who? would you do? With the well, world, mainstream world, yeah, idiots. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I would take I would take Paige. Paige more believable. Hands down, hands down. Because the minute I see her, I go, oh yeah, she's gonna kick my head in. Whereas Rhonda, I'm kind of like, she might. Kick I know my she head. will. I mean, I, 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 I know, know she, she is. <laughs> I know she could. I know she Ronda's could. Rhonda was very smiley a lot too. A lot of people had problems with that. Yeah, at she's the beginning. Bit, she's especially. too busy. 
with family life and Twitch streaming, she's not got the time to kick my head in, whereas Paige will make the time to kick my head in. So there you go. That's Fair. my take. No, on. I, was, I love it. I love it. I was I, I wanted to know your your take on it. I love it. Yeah. But there you go. Just a couple of nuggets that I wanted to drop in. We've kind of talked about the good and Nugget. the bad from this week um, in our news, so I didn't want to bring too much else, but there you go. KO, interesting character. Rhonda and Charlotte, not so much. Get out. Get to fuck. But that leads me on nicely uh, then, since I've got the mic. The Elgato Wave 3. Woo! Dropping Sponsor. it in. <laughs> if only. Um, Sponsor us, Elgato. But yeah, since I've got the mic anyway, it brings us on nicely to a little bit of trivia. Put the phone down. It's Boys, time for I'm some trivia. I Boys, am steaming. Trivia. <laughs> I'll make up what as well. Why am I Next charging time you're theme wasted. songs? What is going on? <laughs> um, okay, so. Well, you're going to celebrate trivia. this Sunday, Jordan? Why would I celebrate this Sunday? St. Patrick's Day, this great Scottish holiday. I know there wasn't there wasn't much of a party in Edinburgh, honestly, when I lived there. But here, a, Montreal, it will be a party. I'm I'm a picked, not a Celt. Aye, so, not going to celebrate Aye. that. I will get steaming regardless, though. So why? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so a couple of trivia questions coming at you this week, uh, taken from the ever glorious book. I love this bad boy. I've, I, I know it inside and out by this point. I've read it more than I've read Harry Potter. Uh, Trivia that's, senpai. That's because I've never read Harry Potter. Mm, um, really? Why would I read it when I can watch a film? Let's not be silly, right? I can't oh, read. Yeah, book's better. Yeah. Come on. The book is better. Yeah, I'm sure Much better than the film. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. I nah. can vouch. But here we go. We've got two questions for you this week. In honour of our <coughs> man, Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, they are both coming at you uh, in related to to uh, to that legend. 100% jobber vision. Here we are. Agnes. The first question I have for you, you big stinky freaks, comes from October the 4th, 1993. Uh-huh. Okay, here we go. This is, this is a long time ago. I'm not expecting anyone to get this, but it is a bit of trivia. Uh, on October the 4th, 1993, Razor Ramon was one of the final two competitors in a battle royal match. The following week, he would defeat the other competitor to capture the vacant Intercontinental Championship. Who was that other superstar? Uh, well, the battle royal was wow. on a raw. The battle royal was on a raw, and then a week and later, the week later on that raw, nineteen ninety three, vacant title, vacant IC title, nineteen ninety three. Who did he, who did he up, face? Norman. Talking shit. I'm going to say this is tough. This is tough. Say Those Rick, are listening. Rick, the model Martel. Oh, that's a random one. A random Savio one. Vega. Savio Vega. Uh, <laughs> just guessing. Who the hell was wrestling in 1993? Savio Vega. <laughs> I'm going to say... Uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Whoa. I know for sure that's not... I know. That's it. <laughs> and neither is whatever you said, Papa Shango. Or- Papa, <laughs> Papa Shango. <laughs> <laughs> 
Savio Vega, you rat freak. The click. Um, okay, so we have our three answers. They're locked in. Uh, who did Razor Ramon defeat to win the vacant IC title? One of you idiots is right. Ah, oh, Jason cheated. He was looking at something. I saw his fucking screen light up. No, no, no. Dirty I, red. I, when you said vacant, I'm like, oh, yeah. I remember how he won the vacant title. It was against Rick, the model. You're yeah. absolutely right. The model yeah. Rick Martel. Wow. I didn't well want to look. It was, on, uh, it was on the list of matches, and I remember looking at it, and I was like, uh, kind of cheating. There we go. Well done, Jason. Um. I'm actually impressed by that. I didn't think uh, you were going to get it. But you did. Mm-hmm. And it gives you a, a little point, and that means that Brad and, uh, and the big dentist freak do not get a point. But we have one more question. Maybe you can redeem yourself with this one. This one I thought was very interesting. You ready for this? <clears throat> Razor Ramon. Uh, was it was in a match... At SummerSlam 88, which, weirdly, SummerSlam 88 was not in 1988. It was in 1993. Okay. I, I don't know why it's called 88. Don't, don't worry about that, right? But he was in a match in um, uh, SummerSlam 88, and it was the last match that his opponent ever performed in the ring in. Who was his opponent? Razor Ramon. SummerSlam 93, to be clear. Uh, yes. Yeah. Got Although it's it. called SummerSlam 88, it was... Uh, That's yeah. so weird. I, I don't know. The last that. match he ever... Okay, well, I had an answer, but if it's his last match ever, it can't be him. Now, to clarify, and I'm only telling you With this... With WWE. No. The, his oh. last match that he wrestled in the ring. Mm. He was still a character on WWE for oh. some time after. Oh, oh, I know, Million Dollar Man. Can, can I take that answer too? Jason seems very confident. Yeah, I'm taking Million Dollar Man. Fuck yeah. it. I'm not that confident. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I'm still taking it because I don't. That's, that's I have all, no that's idea. All I, that's all I could think I have of. No sure. idea. Well, I, I don't know points. how he does it. But uh, three points, a, cr- a point across the board there. Yeah. Was. Uh, all my points. I'll, Thank you, Jason. I'll, I'll, I'll reach that point. dollar man. Damn straight. Wait, so, Jason, how are you coming to these conclusions? Have you, have you got <laughs> well, you Wi-Fi access? You forget that I made chronological a... Timeline in his brain. I made a video on Razor Ramon. How many vi- uh, matches oh, did yeah, you think true. I went through? <laughs> yeah, um, that's true. And I remember like early 90s stuff because I watched a bunch of tapes. I watched, I just been watching the tapes. And also you said... You emphasize watching the uh, network that they were. It was character. his last match, but not as a character. And I know around '93, he was in. He was feuding with him. He was in in the Million Dollar Corporation or whatever, and then he was out of it. So it, it must have been him. I, I was first gonna say IRS, but I know he went on to wrestle mm-hmm. other matches. Well, well done, Jason. You've uh, you've managed to salvage a, a point for these. I should get a half well, point so. every time Jason gets these because he's using my network subscription to watch these. <laughs> That's up there. That's, a, that's an all-timer for uh, entrance theme, for sure. Yeah, it's a good one. The glass yeah, it's, break. It's one of those characters screech. that, like, um, when they yeah. actually had it in the video game, you'd, like, 
scroll across to him just to hear his theme play just and just let it, it yeah. play. It's so it cool, play. and he would come out just like str- strolling. So, like machismo. Oozing machismo. Machismo. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well done. We've got two points for Jason, one point for the other jobbers. That is your trivia. Thank you so much for listening. And if you got those questions right, well done. Yeah. We're tough. No. I'd love to tough. hear if you guys got those right. Tell me. At Ginger Heat. I want to hear. Bark. If anybody messages or comments about this particular episode, I'll reply with a video or I'll give you a prize. Either way, just get to this moment and say the magic word. What's the magic word this week, guys? Smorgasbord. Beta! Oh, (laughs) Or beta. No, too many people call me that. Uh, But (laughs) smorgasbord. Definitely yeah, people that will call us anywhere. beta and they won't have heard the episode. They'll just do it. So well, let's go yeah, with Smorgasbord. Just, yeah. It's because I commented on something snowflakey or something. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Thank you so much for listening, everyone, to the Four Jobbers podcast. We are the four fucking jobbers. We're a bunch of rats. We're a bunch of marks. We're a bunch of idiots. On behalf of Jordan, Ryan, and Jason. Butch. We'll see you later. You people, you know who I am. But you don't know why I'm here.